Welcome to It's About Him Ministries with Denise Robinson. It is my desire that you would be encouraged and inspired by this broadcast and that you would trust Jesus no matter what and believe him for the impossible. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. Last week, we discussed living life intentionally. Praise God. I shared that the subconscious was developed at a very early age in our lives. So here, the self-conscious is comprised of our social environment, authoritative people, or what we might say important people in our lives, repetitious information, and our own personal experiences. All of this is what forms our belief system and this collection of information is housed in our subconscious. So our subconscious is neither is neither good or bad, it's amoral. So it's neither good or bad. Hallelujah. Well, we have to be careful what is allowed in our subconscious because wrong information can influence our lives in a negative way. So that's why we said on last week, Unless you know how to replace and assimilate new truth in your belief system, you will consciously know the truth, but be subconsciously misguided by the old information. So that is why it's so crucial that we uproot this false information. And that's how it's done by re-imaging. It's something that you have to do on purpose to interrupt your subconscious from taking in erroneous information and instructing it through the intentional meditation is crucial in living your best life intentionally. Well, I'm excited to continue to teach from Bishop Ivy Hillier's book, Reimagining How to Jumpstart Your Best Life. I will focus this week on chapter 12 of Bishop's book, and it's entitled Managing the Best Life Through Reimagining Meditation, or what I would like to state, the 12 steps. Since he talks about 12 steps to biblical meditation, let's title this the 12 steps to biblical meditation. Praise God. Now, many of you are familiar with the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. Well, this is not the 12 steps I'm talking about. Okay. So this is strictly for biblical meditation. So, um, we will continue to discuss how to properly apply biblical meditation in your life so that you can live your best life God had intended for you. Praise God. So how to meditate for success. That's what we're going to be looking at today. And I'm sure you're aware or you heard of, if you aim at nothing, you are certain to hit it. Or I like to say, as my pastor, Pastor Stutter always puts it, you can't go where you can't see. So in order to be successful, you must possess a clear picture of where you are going. And this is a central component of success conditioning is knowing where you want to go. Now, our minds are quite active processing the world around us. You know, therefore, when we establish a target or a goal and then properly communicate its importance to our belief system, all of our mental, emotional, spiritual faculties will collaborate to keep us on track to reach that intended goal. 
Now, according to Bishop Hillier, through meditation, we communicate to our mental complex the importance of goals and objectives, which trigger, trigger our eternal faculties to assist us in our pursuit. Now, remember, we said a goal is a measurable objective and not an abstract or wishful thought. So I am excited for you and I to receive God's best. So we're going to learn how. Hallelujah. Praise God. So are you ready for these 12 steps? Step number one, start with the end in mind. Decide the end result, the spiritual will of God for your life in a particular area and write it down in very strict terms. Be very specific. Hallelujah. If you want to be a better parent, and spend more time with your child, put down there 30 minutes a day. I'm going to talk to Jody. Whatever it is, be very specific. Step number two, imagine seeing yourself as though that goal has been accomplished. See yourself doing what you stated that you would do in step one. Okay, see yourself listening attentively to your daughter. Step number three, Establish how long realistically this should take. This step adds some accountability to your target desire. So you may say, okay, I need to do this for a month, you know, for me to feel like I'm really being that good parent. And again, it can be a variety of different things. You may have a list so vast. I mean, whatever it is that you believe God is dealing with you on. Hallelujah to be successful and whatever that thing is. Step number four, list people you know that will assist you in obtaining this goal. This step may call for resource materials such as books, magazines, support groups that can help develop discipline you in certain areas. Step number five, think on how you are going to use resources and how you use them in the past. Schedule the use of these resources or support groups in the framework of your week. Plan it out. Be specific. Step number six, envision how this will impact others around you and how it will benefit others as a result of you achieving this goal. Like the example that we mentioned earlier, if you want to be that better parent, and here it is, Jody, you're talking to, and She's going to be impacted by your time, your patience, your compassionate with her, being compassionate with her. And so other people are going to be affected as well. And again, whatever your goal is, and these steps helps anchor your desire and effort with a positive purpose. It provides the important why, okay, that serves as a motivation. Step number seven, think of someone who has achieved this goal and write his or her name down. Because now you have a natural example, which is most important for natural development for success. You actually know someone who did this. Maybe it's the neighbor next door. You saw their relationship with their child and you thought, wow, okay, well, write her name down. Praise God. Step number eight, take time to draft a step-by-step -step plan of action on the best way to achieve this goal. Remember, this is only a draft. More than likely, you're gonna be changing it over and over and over as it get clearer and clearer. 
The more you do this, the more clear you will see how to make it happen. And this is just a unique way of how God works in us to help us to develop a workable plan of action. Number or step number nine. Think about the last time you accomplished something worthwhile. Begin to thank God for his goodness and blessings in your life. For best results, close your eyes. I encourage you and think about the peace, the satisfaction, the confidence that you have in God based on what he has already done in the past and what you envision him to do in your future. You know, David did this when he defeated Goliath, the, the giant. If you go back to, let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 34 through 36. And I'm reading out of the New King James Version. And it says, but David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and I struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by his beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defiled the armies of the living God. My God, did you see that? Did you hear that? Samuel. Wow. And Samuel, this is powerful. David, he is just recalling those things from his past that God has blessed him to overcome. Hallelujah. So he's looking at this giant like you're nothing. You're absolutely nothing. Here I defeated a lion and a bear with my bare hands. My God, how much more can I do to you? This is the attitude we need to have against the enemy and against anything to try to come and hinder us against the will of God or against what we know that God has put in our heart to, to fulfill. We must be, how do I say? We must have um, tenacity. We must be very focused and, and, and determined that, you know what? Devil, you got to get out of here. You're not going to hinder me anymore. You're not going to prevent me from receiving my dreams that God has put in my heart for his glory. Praise God. Because you know, when you fulfill that thing that God has called you to do, guess what? You're making an impact not only in your family's life, strangers, people around you in your community and your church, you're affecting a lot of people because of your obedience to do the will of God. And most of all, you will be content. You will be happy. Praise God. Hallelujah. My, my, my. Well, let's go to step 10. Step 10. Now reinforce steps nine by seeing yourself having accomplished the goal, begin to praise God. And that comes by faith that it's already done. Begin to see how much joy you are bringing to others as a result of this effort and thank God that he has made it possible. Praise God. This step is what the Bible calls a sacrifice of praise, which triggers divine help to accomplish a goal. So you're just thanking the Lord. And as you're thanking God and getting excited for what he, what you know he's going to do, praise God, because what he did in the past, you know, he's going to do it again in the future. 
Praise God. So we just get, we just get excited and rejoice. You see, I'm excited already. So step number 11, repeat as often as you possibly can. Steps nine and 10. This repetition will help you. This repetitious meditation will cause your mental complex to help you chart the course and perform accordingly to the plan until your goal is actually achieved. Hallelujah. According to, you remember Joshua 1 and 8? He was just saying, you got to continue to meditate on this thing, on this image. Meditate day and night. Hallelujah. Well, step 12, it says, after performing step 11 continuously, you will begin to receive more insight to a workable plan of action. So as we return to step eight, refine your plan based on that newly acquired information and follow the steps nine through 11 until your goal is reached. Praise God. I know that was a lot. I know that was a mouthful and you probably weren't able to write down all 12 of the steps. But just remember this. You know, God has come through for you many times in the past. He will come through for you today. Hallelujah. So biblical meditation assists you in making rapid mid-course corrections in your life. Wow, I feel like I gave you so much to to swallow here and digest in a very short time. And my time is out, but I just want to encourage you. And let's, we're just going to go in prayer right now. Dear Heavenly Father, as we apply these 12 steps to our lives, we trust your grace is more than efficient to bring what we meditate to pass for your glory. Hallelujah. In your holy son, Jesus name. Amen. And dear God, we also pray this for anyone under the sound of my voice that does not know your son, Jesus as Lord and savior to surrender his or her heart to you this day and repent of all sins committed. And you will forgive every person and every sin committed in your holy son, Jesus name. Amen. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. I trust you are blessed by this broadcast. I would like to hear from you. You can send your praise report or your prayer request to it's about him ministries at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you would like to partner with this ministry, you can send your contributions to it's about him ministries at gmail.com by way of PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. We've been coming to look at you.